Previously on the Division Three's Finest Podcast. Taysom Hill, I'm telling you guys right now, will be a great NFL quarterback if he steps in in New Orleans. Next Peyton Manning, Taysom Hill. What? No. From what I understand, you've moved on to the uh, personal training game. Uh, so, like, what are the best kind of steroids that I could get? That's a good question, man. <laughs> uh, you took Sprite Cranberry you took, over. You took Mr. Pib over Dr. Pepper. I'd rather drink my own piss than cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fear the mellow ball at all, and then, uh, like, those guys, they're always, they're like, they're half asleep all the time. I think what Shub yeah. is I try and ask is, do you, do you not have dragons? Yeah, and they I feel like really good. I, I know. <laughs> this is this is the most energetic I've seen you all day, honestly. So, Maya, what do you do now? Yeah, I, I work Jacob. Uh, I'm a professional now, big uh, professional guy. Episode 62 of the Division 3's Finest Podcast coming up next. What's up, guys? Episode 62 of the Division 3's Finest Podcast. How's everyone doing? The. We're good, man. Yeah, good to be back. Another oh, yeah. good show lined up for, for the people. For sure. Um, especially the fine people at Bethany College, so... Sure, this excited is, for that. Uh, excited for this to drop. Excited for you guys to get a good, uh, good listen to this one. Definitely. Um, so before we get started with our interview with Coach Thomas, we do have some quick shout-outs and announcements. More announcements, I guess. And we do have a special recurring guest joining us, as always, Andrew Gillen, my friend, my co-host. Would you like the honors of introducing sure. him real quick? Dude, honestly, my friend, that touched my heart. <laughs> um, but, yeah, of course um, – more of an icon at this point, um, you know, somebody that people really it's look an icon to. Living. Um, it's just a, an example of consistency. Um, Jacob Schubert, recurring guest. Um, I don't know, probably nearing a hundred. Well, how many? How many episodes we got? This is Minus episode three. sixty-two. So show. Sixty-two. I think I missed three. Yeah. So. Yeah, fifty-nine. You're approaching sixty. That's big. So, so currently the top reoccurring guest, um, just it's a matter of when he'll be dethroned. Um, but like I said, Jacob Schubert, how are you doing? I'm doing great, you know, great to be here for my, uh, you know, one of my close to 60 episodes. Uh, don't know the official number, but you know, just here for another day, you know, can't wait to, you know, have the interview with, with the guys. Schubert, can you the stop us? Can you stop moving your mic a little bit? It's uh, interfering with our podcast noise. You'd think you'd know after you know almost sixty episodes in, but just uh, another reminder, yeah, after friendly 60 reminder. Episodes, I still have no feel, um, but yeah, I'm getting better every day. So yeah, yeah, it's all about improvement. <laughs> so um, yeah. So typically, we've been starting off the show with like fifteen minutes of sports talk, and then transitioning into the main part of our show. Uh, today we're not doing that because it was a little bit of a slow sports week. Some cool stuff, I guess. A cool fight, despite the you know I guess. forty pounds of armor from Wilder or was it Fury? One of those guys. But um, also the interview. Good research. Good research. Hell yeah, that's what we do on the podcast. Save metrics. But um, I mean, the main part, we're, main reason why we're not talking about sports this week is because the interviews run a little bit long, and in the upcoming weeks there'll be plenty to talk about with you know March Madness and other sporting events going on. But um. We still wanted to do some kind of intro so we don't just start, you know, awkwardly with, you know, a random interview without any explanation. So we're a little throwback to the BGA days. 
um, back in the ball in the Grand Asian podcast days. We do you know shout-outs and announcements before getting on the show. Uh, we don't really have any shout-outs today, but more of announcements. So some things we're thinking about regarding you know, the future of the pod, some next couple episodes, and then we'll get into our interview with JT. So um, I guess we'll start with a possible guest that we try to get on this week's show, but he'll be on probably next week or the week after. Um, Brian Tolberg, I know him when he did a baseball camp in uh, Hong Kong back in my Hong Kong days. Uh, he used to be a professional pitcher in the Major League Baseball for a couple of years, pitched for the Padres, and he played independent ball. So I think he's going to have you know a good interview on his career plus um, some good takes on you know all the Astros stuff in the state of baseball. So that should be good for us. The man, he's the man. I'm not sure how Shub knows that, and he's moving his mic again, but yeah, I guess he is the man. <laughs> he's the fan. But yeah, definitely excited for that, Any, Andy. Anybody willing to come on our show is the man in my eyes. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So I've been kind of uh, back and forth in, with him, and we were trying to get the timing down, and he called me randomly at like 1 yesterday to uh, you know sort of get the timing down. So that was cool, getting a getting a random call unexpected from a foreign major leaguer. That was, that was a pretty cool, probably the best part of my day yesterday. Have you peaked, or is this just the beginning? I, I think I peaked in high school, just honestly, but this is probably my peak of being 24 years old, or however old I am. Nice. Yeah. Nice. The, the peak of this year. Peak so of 2020, far. yeah. So look out for that either next week or the week after. And then another thing I wanted to talk about, so March Madness is coming up in a couple of weeks, so you know, of course we'll be covering that. But one thing we did last, not last March, but two marches ago, is we did a little bracket of our own. So we called it BJ Madness, and we did a bracket with the best sport movie characters. And I believe Happy Gilmore won that poll. But we're thinking about possibly doing you know another bracket to kind of go back to that theme. If you guys, all the guests, or not the guests, all the listeners listening right now, if you think of any ideas for cool topics we could do, definitely you know hit us up. We're trying to get more interaction. And it'd be cool to you know get that going again. So yeah, let us know on that. Uh, you guys have anything on that? I mean, when you said guests have have any uh, you know response to that, I got a little excited. But then uh, it's the listeners. Uh, it was a little, I, a little slip no, I'm up. Excited. I'm excited to see what they come up with. Shoot, you, know? you got any ideas for topics? For topics, yeah, since you're not a host. Oh, uh, you know, I don't actually right now. That's Maybe great. Next week. <laughs> That's incredible. All right, and then incredible um, content. And then, not sure. We'll wait till, yeah, we'll wait till next week to hear your great ideas. Okay, I'll come up with some. Don't worry. Yeah, sounds good. And then, I guess another big thing that's coming up in the future that we haven't talked about too much yet is D three week. So that will be early April, and we're thinking because you know the name of this podcast, Division Three Finest Podcast, that could be a big week for us doing maybe a couple shows that week with bigger names in the sport of D three. So um, you know we'll be possibly reaching out to d3 athletes um you know just randomly from different schools some bigger names coming up so that should be pretty exciting if, and then you know again you, we're we're trying for more interaction so if you guys have any ideas for the podcast if you want to hear more interviews if you want to hear more sports centric stuff you know let us know and we'll definitely you know keep that oh, in mind hey anybody that you know that you think you know, deserves to be on or wants to be on here, you know, would be a good fit on here. Somebody, sure. you know, playing sports, uh, you know, at any level, really being successful, you know, we'd, we'd love to hear about it. And yeah, I think that's all you got. You guys got anything else? No, I think that's it for me, man. Um, I think uh, that's all we got for shout outs and announcements. You did a pretty good job. Um, 
And so now we're on to an interview with the one and only uh, coach of the Bethany Bison. Uh, I've had him on the show before. Uh, claim to fame is he's been ejected from the pack playoffs. Justin Thomas, cue the air horn. A few moments later. Now joining us on the podcast, this is his third appearance on the show. Just a couple appearances away from potentially moving towards Mount Rushmore status of recurring guests. And, you know, he's one of the best recurring guests of all time, Bethany Baseball head coach Justin Thomas. How's it going? Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? Great. Great. Fantastic, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming on the pod. It's good to have you back. Especially, we know you're a busy guy. Things, things getting underway over there. A little bit. I appreciate the invite. Hi, pleasure's ours. So last time we had you on the show, um, we talked, you know, a little bit about the playoff run last year, um, and unfortunately your rejection as well, leading to you know you being suspended for the first game of this year. Um, you know, if you don't mind, just talk about you know maybe the challenges of that. You know that you know how tough that might have been uh, missing opening day, um, and then just following that, a short recap on how the season's gone so far. Um. Well, it was, to be honest with you, it was pretty miserable. Um, you know that, uh, the, yeah, you know the guys even waking up with at 5 o'clock in the morning to practice, going outside when it's 35 degrees, you know, putting the work in. and that kind of, I mean, I knew it was coming, but it doesn't really, it didn't, sure. really, it didn't really, it didn't really set in until we were hitting in the wreck the morning before because everybody left, and then I stuck around. We had home basketball. And I usually do the book, the official book for her basketball. So I did that. Oh, that's big time. And like I said, I knew the I knew the suspension was coming and all that kind of stuff. But it never really sat in until everybody left to go to the field, and I went to my office to change clothes to go to the scores table. Yeah, that is tough. I, I couldn't even imagine. I mean, do you think it was something? I know you said it was tough, and I, I mean, I don't mean like not to. I guess on like a lighter note, do you think it's something that you know maybe motivated the guys like? I mean, I'm sure they kind of knew it was coming, too. And given, like, the nature of you getting ejected was kind of, like, sticking up for your guys. So, like, yeah. do you think that was something that kind of maybe motivated them leading up to that first game? I think that I think that's what gave everybody an understanding. Like, you know, I didn't enjoy being suspended, but I understood why I was suspended. They understood why I was suspended. Parents that were there understood why I was suspended. So there was a sense of okayness, for lack of a better term, that I didn't just go out there and throw a tantrum and be selfish about it. Right. You know, sticking up for the guys, sticking up for the guys is what got me suspended. So, in that sense, you know, it was okay. I was okay with it. You know, it was the same thing. I, I remember uh, my neighbor came down to take pictures. Him and his son came to take pictures. Well, his wife brought my mom to the championship game. <laughs> so I'm sitting outside the fence, and my mom's like, well, how do you feel about not coaching? And I said, well, I hate it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coach. we got to coach, you know. It's, it's what we do. The DNA. But, the reason, but, but, yeah, but the reason why I wasn't coaching, I was, that I was okay with. Yeah. You know, so sure. even fast forward to February, you know, like I said, you realize you're not coaching, but it didn't really hit you until – you know, like an hour and a half before the game starts, yeah. you realize you're, okay, yeah. I'm really not coaching when you're, the first game. Yeah, when you're keeping the book at the basketball game, it, it kind of starts to say yeah. for sure. Yeah, exactly. I but like I said, that's tough. the reason the, when it all 
ultimately the reason why is what made the situation, you know, somewhat easier for me to deal with. Although it wasn't fun, I, I will admit that it wasn't fun at all. Some coach, I'll say some coaches like getting thrown out. <laughs> if it didn't lead to a suspension, I guess it's fine. I get it, you know, to get, you know, to stick up for your guys and to, you know, to get fired up. Get your team. Sometimes you got to get thrown out to get your team fired up if they're playing dead. Yeah, you, know, you got to let them just, know. If it's gonna, Shout out campus. Yeah, but if, it, but if it's going to lead to suspension, uh, I'd rather not. Yeah, for hey, sure. you can't know that at the time, though. Hindsight's twenty twenty. You, you you were doing a good thing there. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, no, go ahead. No, you're right. But that's the that's the factor. I guess the the tricky thing in the situation is you don't know. For sure. You know. Right. If, you say, if you say the right word, you know you're gone. But like, right. if you say the right words, does that lead to us just one game out? You know. So gotcha, gotcha. you really don't know. Right. So, I mean, besides missing opening day, obviously that was tough, but just give us a short recap of, you know, how the games or how the season's gone so far, you know, five games in. Uh, right now we're, we're two, two and one. So we lost that opening day, which I didn't expect to happen. We had two freshmen in the starting lineup and after talking to them, you know, a day or two after the game, they said that their nerves got the best, the best of them, which is understandable. You know, you're a freshman, we have one starting at shortstop, and then we have one that was the first one in relief out of the, out of the bullpen. And um, there was just some issues, not issues, but uh, mistakes that they made that were really nerve-based that, that hurt us. And uh, we lost that game 7-4. to four. Then we came back and we played Penn State Fayette, and we beat them 20-2. to two. And then the second game was a 6-6 tie. It was called because of darkness, and uh, the other coach, the other coach, and I spoke today. And so, in regards to his uh, his pitching situation, he said he wouldn't be able to finish, even though he played them on Sunday. So we have a doubleheader again from on Sunday. It was originally a four game series, two home, two away, and then um, we'll play them. We'll play them Sunday at home at twelve o'clock in the doubleheader. Looking to put up uh, another twenty piece. Uh, hopefully, we got we got to do it twice. You know, especially because we need some some bullpen arms to get on the mound and, and to to the rubber right. for the first yeah. for the first time this year. So with obviously with offense scoring a lot of runs, that makes it a little bit easier. And um, Sunday we uh, Sunday we split Sunday we split with Penn State or I'm sorry Pitt Bradford, and um, that was that was those were good games. The first game they have a they have a really good pitcher. Their aces is an upper eighties guy with a, with a good slider. Uh, he played in the Northwoods last summer, and he was an all-star. So I knew just from having experience coaching in collegiate summer leagues, I knew what kind of hitters he was throwing to. And for him to make for him to make an uh, all-star team at that level, you know, I knew he was going to be the real deal. And he came and he showed it. He started with his first start in uh, Virginia last weekend, and just like any number one pitcher, you would you would expect to uh, bounce back, and he did. And um, Game two on Sunday, we uh, our, our freshman that pitched against Penn State Beaver and struggled, bounced back and threw five innings, one run, four Ks, no walks. You know, so he gave us a quality start, and we handed it over to our bullpen. It was one one, and we uh, we put one up in the sixth, and Ooh. then uh, shut the door. So we to bounce back oh, yeah. from being shut go. out, and then to bounce back and fight, and score late to win in the uh, game two. 
you know, I always tell the guys we want to win game two of a doubleheader. So if we're going to split, that's how we're going to split. We're going to win the second one. We're not going to win the first one to get caught. I think Fuchsia said that. So I was, I was proud of that. So looking forward to getting back to, to practice, another week of work, and getting two more wins before we head down south. Yeah, so uh, to quickly follow up on that, so what are some of the team's goals and expectations this year? You know, obviously we know you guys are gunning for the PAC title. You know, that's really that all that matters. But on the other hand, it's only your second season as head coach, and you guys had such a great had such great success last year. Uh, how do you guys follow up on that, and what's separating you guys from reaching the next level? Um, the only way we can follow up on it is to, in a sense, you know, continue to work hard, continue to get better, continue to put forth our best effort to win baseball games, but also to remember how our season ended. We can't focus entirely on how our season ended. But I think it's good to keep it in the back of our minds. You know, we've set goals. Fuel for the, in regards fuel to for how, the fire. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We set goals on how we want our how we want our season to go in regards to win total. Um, the first number was twenty. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna be losers. If, if all if you know if eight guys can't play and we lose half our team to injury, we're gonna finish five hundred. And then after that, the next goal is gonna be twenty one. So we're never going to be over 500. And then the next number yeah. was 23. The next number was 23. And the reason why I picked that number is I was looking back through as much information as I could find in regards to wins and loss records over the years. No, God. And Why'd you do that? You didn't have to do that. For, because I want to say it's 94. I want to say it's 94 to 95. Damn. They won. Save the metrics. They won 48 games in two years, and that was the best two-year stretch as far as wins and losses. But from the from the information that I gathered, there hasn't been a team to win 50 games in two years. <clears throat> so, also, we, I, so we didn't win 50 go. games in four years. If that puts out into so there's been, <laughs> there's been there's been there's been 48. There's been 49. But for us to win 27 last year, if we can get 23 this year, that'd be 50 in two years. And then after that, the number is 25. So if yes, that sir. would have us being that would have us being 25 and 15. That's 10 games over 500. And at that point, in order for us to win 25 games, the odds are is that we're going to be in a in a conference tournament. Right. Right. And then after then, then ultimately, ultimately the goal is to finish in between 25 and 30 going into your conference tournament to try to get the 30 and have a championship trophy at the end of it. For sure. So those are the things I like that, that I laid out yeah. for Those are the things that I laid out for the guys and said, hey, look, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. You know, we got to work for it. You know, we're five games in and we only won two. Now, after five games last year, we were 5-0. No. We started out 7-1 we started out seven to one when we went to Florida. You know, so we, sure. we got ground to make up, and that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But we also have to keep our mind focused on each and every game, you know. And then I think I've, I've probably told you guys this before. Um, when it comes to hosting the tournament or what seed you are in the tournament, personally, I don't care. I want to get in the tournament. Right. Once you get that's right. Dance, once you get once you get in the dance, you know. Hey, that's all we'll, it is. We'll, Anything we'll, can happen, we'll man. Go, Right, we'll go from there. You see March Madness? Yeah. Everybody's everybody's uh, okay. got the same record once you get there. Yeah, everyone's a threat. Right, exactly. Exactly. Now, granted, for us to be the one seed and play at home, that means oh, we probably gosh. have our 20th. Yeah. 
Yeah. You got to That's no what doubt. you want. Right, for sure. But, again, if we end up being the four seed like we were last year, I'm not going to, you know, say, no, I don't want to go. We're, you know, we're going to go. Yeah. We're going to try and get ourselves a championship. Right. And speaking of last year a little bit, so, you know, briefly talked about the championship game, but, you know, there has been a little bit of bad blood between Bethany and WJ Baseball on social media a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, Coach, you don't have to comment on this too much if you don't want to, but I'm just going to read a quick tweet from WJ's official Twitter page to give some listeners some context. And just for, you know, additional context, you know, before this tweet was posted, just know that Bethany Baseball had been posting some videos promoting their season. There might have been some other videos floating around the PAC that we aren't really aware of. But anyways, here we go. This is the tweet. No hype video, no worries or complaints about individual wars, no talking about grinding or great energy, no cool gifts hyping a recruit being on campus, just going about our business trying to improve. Boring. And that caption went along a simple picture of the team inter-squatting and their field. So... Coach, I don't know if you're going to have any comments about this, but, you know, what what do you think about that whole situation? I mean, it is it is what it is. If that's how they want to go about their business, that's, that's fine with me. I have no issues with it. But, I mean, just because we posted a video trying to get ourselves ready for the season and putting it out there, I mean, that doesn't mean that we're stronger or weaker than anybody else. You know, that's right. There's a lot. I mean, if Pitt did that, I don't see... Clemson tweeting a pitch. Everyone does this. Everyone, yeah, everyone does everyone it. Does it. <laughs> LSU just won the national championship, and they're like famous on Twitter for their videos. Like, I just, it just didn't make any sense. I, I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you, but right. No, no, you're fine. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of Division One, Two, Three, JUCO, NAI schools that shoot these videos that. You know, a friend of mine played Division One football, and they had they had their linemen in the video, and nobody in their conference said anything to them about it. You know, is that the, the biggest thing with the, in all honesty? The biggest thing with that is recruiting. Yeah. The number, the probably the number one reason we do for these sure. things is oh, recruiting. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it makes sense. You gotta have so, that presence. We know all about the social media presence game. We're all about right. that. We're all. About Marketing right. game, you know. I hear right. you. If, so, like, if 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 the video part was geared towards us, it may or may not have been. That's fine. If yeah. anything, if anything was geared towards us, I think it was the say the comment about awards and trophies. Because, oh. and I think that I think. Oh, I think it was because of. The, I think it was because of the social media response to who won Coach of the Year. Mm, okay. oh. I'm not saying that's fair. I'm That's a good saying, point. And I'm not saying that Coach Mountain didn't deserve it. They had a great run last year. Right. Yeah. But Obviously. I think that I think that people on social media were, yeah. were and that's fair. Vocal about that's a fair opinion. There was uh, and they, no, and absolutely. The other, there was the other thing too. The other thing too is they did the same thing with um, a pitcher from Waynesburg and a pitcher from W and J for pitcher of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so, so they were getting it, it from, they were getting it from multiple. Yeah, they were getting it from from all over. Right. So maybe right. more blanket so, statement, but still, I mean, the whole right. thing is just kind of. Right. It, it's right. kind of like I, mean, I don't know what the word is for, but you you not necessarily tweeting about other people tweeting essentially or or posting. Well, so I just don't. Well, I don't. I don't know who runs. The herd page for us, but that's kind of what their response was too. Yeah, you know, somebody tweeted, oh, right. 
um, friends of the party. Yeah, they said, hey, you're tweeting about how you're not doing anything, but you're tweeting about how you work in silence, but you tweeting gets putting out in the world. Yeah, it's not being silent, right? I mean, to me, it doesn't matter to me, honestly. It's about your business. Yeah, I'm just looking for another video of Big Ben throwing. That's the next thing I want to see on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) So, just a quick... How'd you feel about that, though? You, uh, did that actually get you guys going? Everyone was kind of excited about that video. What What was so important about him throwing the football like that? Well, for one, it was supposed to be tennis balls. Oh, so and he's just so he's, he's, he's a, uh, in front of schedule. He's ahead of schedule now. Right. So I think okay, see, I didn't know that. I, that makes sense. Learn something new I didn't day. get the hype. I, I was like, what a, like whatever dude like he's throwing so what happened happened was that day that he showed a video of him throwing was only supposed to be a checkup number one and then number two and then number two he was supposed to stop throwing tennis ball before football he was just saying hey like I'm mean business right like he could have put that one pass but we don't we don't know he could have threw that one pass I wonder if there's probably not Probably, probably dropped on the other end, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I hope not. But um, yeah, I didn't, about that uh, the, the social media thing. I mean, I'm not too worried about it, honestly. Regardless, right. so I'm sure I'm sure fans will stay there. Pete, there they'll have their words going back and forth. I'm sure it'll be intense, you know, because it's the two teams that played for the conference championship last year. We're going to have our three right. games, obviously, during the regular season, so. I think it should be good baseball, but as far as the social media stuff is concerned, I don't think anybody in our dugout was really too too concerned about it. Yeah, and you know, just a quick follow up on the WJ situation. I know you just said like you aren't too concerned about it, but you know, is there any situation, maybe future situation, where you could get the team in the playoffs against WJ? Like, is that gonna provide any extra motivation for you guys? Um, not for me. There's there's four teams in the conference tournament. We want to be one of those four. Right. Chances are, chances are, WJ is going to be one of those four too. So in order for us to get this trophy, yeah, whatever. we're going to on top of WJ, there'll be other teams that conference too that we're going to have to beat. So as far as any motivation, I'd rather be motivated. I mean, you want to be motivated all year. To me, there's no extra motivation besides being in the team that you lost in the championship. That's fair. That would fuel me up more than than. You know, right. We're we're just going for some social media points here. We're trying to get the the Twitter beef going. So that, that's just a that's just a I podcast. Have, thing. I have one, oh, okay. one quick question. Yeah, go ahead, Shoop. Go ahead, Shoop. Uh, so the the cool gifts hyping a recruit being on campus was that referring to you guys or that was that referring to someone else in the conference? And that if it one. wasn't, we should get somebody. We know a guy who can get the gift game going. So I don't know if you know people. I don't know if you know people at Bethany that you can talk to, but we know a guy, Ben Gavlik, for example, quite experienced in the gift game. Uh, just something to think about. I've never, I've never tweeted about having a recruit on campus. I may have tweeted about somebody that committed or, or something like that, but I've never tweeted about having a recruit on campus. That's fair. Gotcha. I'm, just, 
I was going to say, I never saw you or the Bethany Page tweet it, so I was wondering who they were referring to. Yeah. That's good research, Sheba. Uh, that, that might not have been about us. But then again, you know, it could have been a general statement about the whole costing or it could have been just a general statement, period. I really don't know. That's what, I don't know, so I'm not too concerned. I feel like if somebody said, hey, this is a direct shot of you, then I might be like, oh, okay. Well, he got you, got you. Really. <laughs> yeah, it's all... Right, it's all just speculation at this point. So yeah, we can get back. We can get back to the old Bethany Bison, um, as this is a Bethany baseball season preview after all. Um, unfortunately, we're older alumni, and some of our listeners are as well. Um, but real quick, give us some new names to watch for. Um, maybe some things. Maybe some guys we should be looking out for. We saw Mark Laveza uh, has been. Or sorry, he had a nice performance game against uh, Bradford. Pitching wise, and Colton Stoneman, which is actually a pretty cool name. Pretty dope. He's been he's been playing pretty well at shortstop as well. So, who are some other guys that we should be looking out for uh, as the season progresses? Well, those two guys for sure, because um, they're going to be a big part of our team moving forward this year. They're moving forward, period. But um, Mark threw very well against Pitt Bradford. The only, the only issue he had was that he ran into deep counts, which is why he stopped in the fifth and didn't get to sixth or get a chance to go to seven, go seven. And it was just a pitch. It was more of a pitch count thing. It was his second time out. Um, at this point now, he'll probably get a little stretched out a little bit more. And then in Myrtle, he'll be able to go of a long, obviously monitoring the pitch count, but probably maybe stretch it a little bit. But he threw well. He didn't walk anybody. He had four strikeouts. He had uh, pitched, he pitched very well, especially bouncing back from the rough performance he had the first game. Um, Colton's done very well at short. He's had a, he, he's hit the ball well. He's got on base. He's done a good job at the My bottom of the, of the lineup, and he's also he's also a football player, so he oh, didn't wow. have a fall. Oh. Athlete, shout out. So, Try hard. So, uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's cool. <laughs> So um, he he kind of got on on a moving train and he's done very well. With some sure. of the other names, some other young names I would I would mention would be uh, Jacob Bailey and Alex Bird, both are freshmen, play the corners and they pitch. Um, Shout out friends of program. Yeah, friend, uh, friends have, of the show. I would say Kevin Pollock and Michael Whitehurst. They're sophomores, and they didn't play a lot last year. Kevin Pollock, you're lying. I know you're lying about that. Why would I lie about that? No, I mean, it's okay. I'm not going to – we we can just keep it rolling, but just it's all right. I, I appreciate what you're doing. <laughs> Him and uh, Michael Whitehurst are both sophomores that didn't play much last year. That could be, could be large parts. Mike has started in center field for us this far. Um, Kevin's split time and left with uh, junior Seth Gordon. So that's that's a good competition that we'll be having going on for the most part. And obviously, whoever has the hot hand is going to be out there, but those are some of the younger guys that will play a key part for us this year. Okay, and so just so we're giving everyone shout-outs, we know some of the more you know established players on the team, like Ryan Anselmino, recurring guest, friend of the program, can be a little sensitive at times, but right. by the off chance, they are Uh Yeah, shout-out. Uh, give us a couple of names of guys who are cornerstone cornerstones of your team. It will be important for the team in order to succeed. Oh, well, 
Ryan definitely, you know, being a catcher, he's, he's the only person that can see everything. Knee he's savers. very intelligent. He's, he's good at what he does. And I, I trust him a lot. And so we talk about a lot of different scenarios, different situations. And we kind of give each other the feedback back and forth. But there's a certain level of trust I have with him that I can talk to him about certain things. And he knows where I'm coming from. And we're try, kind of on the same page. And I, I believe it's the most important defensive position on the field. And, um, for us to for us to be on the same page is very important. Um, same way with uh, Tyler Allworth, somebody somebody that trusts a lot. And then other other veteran pieces will be um, Kyle Goodwin, infielder hitting at the top of the lineup. Uh, kind of, to me, he seems, he seems like a very reliable, very reliable player that he always comes for, comes to work every day and puts his best foot forward. Same thing with um, Ethan Young, the right field. Oh, shout out EY. EY, legend. You usually don't hear anything from Ethan until he gets out. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. That's very true. But, uh, <laughs> but he's somebody that I expect to have a good year. Then obviously with uh, Isaac on the mound, with all of our, our best guys in the lineup and Isaac on the mound, I feel like we have a chance to win the game. And that's usually how we feel whenever we take the field. Shout out. It's still talking gas. So we're getting close to the end of the show here, but you know, just a couple more questions before we let you go. But just going through four years of Bethany baseball, personally, I know one of the challenges we faced was you know staying motivated and focused during like indoor practices in the winter. You know, it always seemed like a treat anytime the weather allowed us to go outside. But there were definitely times during some of those weeks where it felt like you know the energy of the team was just off. It wasn't where it needed to be. So now your time at Bethany, have you gone that feeling at all the past two seasons? And what kind of drills or, you know, extra motivation can you guys do to combat that problem? Um, last year, no, because because everything was new, number one. Right. Everything was new for one last year. And then you had to think on top of not having the fall. There was a lot more teaching and stuff like that that was going on last year. Right. So we really, we really didn't get to, have a, get to that wall. I know the wall you're talking about where it's yeah. about 10 days but nobody day and you really don't want to practice unless you're outside. We didn't really have that last year because we were still there's still a lot of learning going on. Um, this year we didn't have it either because we were able to get outside on the, and play a game on the 15th. So originally our opening day would have been the 22nd and 23rd. So the 15th, between the 15th and 20th is when you would have, or between maybe the 12th and the 20th is when you would hit that wall. Mm-hmm. You can hit that wall because we were getting ready to play. Right. So, Makes um, sense. this week is supposed to be cold. So we might, by Friday or Saturday, might have that that feeling because we've played five games and now we're inside because it's going to be a cold week. But not too much. That's, I, that's not one thing that I've had. We haven't had a lot of snow. And I think that's yeah. good. At least get on the, at least get on the infield or, or even at least get on the football field turf. Worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah, that's, that is, that's always that good. Is worst case. Yeah. Um, so just looking at your guys' schedule, I guess I guess inside's worst case. I'll, I'm sorry, I'll say that. Being in the wreck is probably worst case scenario. But looking at your guys' schedule, um, one thing I noticed, you know, including your spring break trip, you guys play about 15 games before your first conference game. So was that a calculated decision? Because, um, I mean, from our perspective, you know, it kind of seems like, a, if nothing else, a, a complete 360 from what we did where we opened our season, you know, one year playing W&J 
um, almost as early as you guys are playing. So I guess the question is, is that something that you kind of planned out to be more primed going into conference play, um, having these games under your belt? Well, yeah, for sure. The the first thing is you get 15 games in before conference play. You know what guys are capable of now. Guys have they've been on the mound two or three times. Our, our catchers have caught, you know, seven to ten. One guy may have seven to ten games. The other one has five or six, whatever the situation is. Other outfielders have been out there. And throwers have moved around. Two-way players have pitched and, and played the field, so they kind of have an idea how to take care of their bodies and stuff like that. And it gives us an idea of what we can do and put guys in the best position to succeed. Yeah, sounds pretty smart. Through, and ultimately, through 15 games, you like to get some wins under your belt so you know you can win. You know, that being able to know, knowing that you can win will build a lot of confidence. And I yeah. think that having confidence going, going into whoever you're playing might be the most important thing. You know, we all know we can throw run, hit, and catch, but to be confident to know what you're doing and knowing that, hey, I've done it before, I think that's big. So, and then on top of that, yeah. I mean, like you just mentioned, you don't want to practice inside all February. And you have to right. practice field. You know, so, for example, this Sunday we play another doubleheader against Penn State PA, it can be 40 degrees. It might be a little chilly out, but you got to turn Redfield and it's no precipitation. It's, you know, it's West Virginia. You know, where else you got to go? You got to play. I really... No, that's good. I mean, honestly, I just wanted to hear you, like, read out, like, list the logic behind you know, maybe playing a few games before you played your conference rival um, just makes me feel would, a little bit would, better about my plight. I would never want to play. I would never want to start my season again in a, with a conference game. Ditto. Um, just, I just, just, that's just me personally. I would never. <laughs> no, okay, hey, I would, no, you've done enough. You, you proved my point there with your answer to that question. <laughs> so the people, the people that know what I'm talking about will appreciate what I'm saying right now. So that's all. You did your job. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> and then, yeah, just... No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and just a quick follow-up on that. You know, Gil mentioned your spring break trip. Uh, you know, we saw that you guys are actually going to Myrtle Beach this year instead of Florida. Explain that decision, I guess, switching up the spring break to, you know, go to a different place this year. I mean, to be honest with you, it's nothing more than a switch-up just to try something different. Um, it's, it's 10 to 11 less hours on the bus. Mm-hmm. One. That's Thank the first God. thing. <laughs> well, yeah. I lied. That's, that's huge. The, that's the second thing. The first thing is, um, there's, when it's all said and done, we should be saving, saving some money. Mm-hmm. So it should be a little bit, Everybody likes a little that. bit cheaper. It should be a little bit cheaper to go to Myrtle than I go to Florida, number one. Number two is the less, less on the, uh, hours on the bus. So technically, round trip, you're looking at 20 to 22 less hours on the bus. That's huge. That is phenomenal. I, That's yeah. 22 less hours that Ben could sleep. <laughs> and, and then um, the third thing about it was I, I took into consideration the amount of parents that we had in Florida last year. Now, they may have come out because it was Florida, but my thought process was, 
if we have this many parents and family members and girlfriends and all that kind of stuff to come from Pete from West Virginia to Florida, what if we're ten hours closer? I would hope that we would get more. Yeah, that makes sense. Now we may play when it's fifty five in Myrtle instead of seventy five in Florida, but I'm hoping that we get more people, more Bethany fans to our games. And also also our track team will be down there. So now that's gonna give us some support too whenever we play. That's huge. That's just that's just strategy on your part. Chess versus checkers out of you. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, it might not be seventy five in Florida, but Florida, you know, we can we may go back, you know, in the future and stuff like that, but you can try it out, see what happens. And so the possible last question we have for you, I'm not sure if you know, Gil or Ben have any other questions, uh, but a little fan mail action from Twitter. Noah Camp First Camp ever. Along? Yeah, yeah. So Noah Camp Along. Sorry uh, if I said that wrong. Shout out. Uh, shout out, friend of no, the show. You said, it. you said it right. All right. Good. Shout out, Noah. Uh, he put in a request to ask you about the time you tried to put a fastball through his chest. Uh, so what's the story regarding so, that? His brother tweeted, and he said it was a slider. His brother's right. His brother plays basketball at WJ. Noah's a freshman at WJ, but they're both from Amherst. They're all from the same town. So what happened was, this was probably 2011, 2012. I was coaching back at Amherst High School after I finished playing in college. And I threw a lot to the guys. I could could still throw a little bit. I wasn't officially retired. (laughs) But, uh, he, Noah had to be maybe 12 or 13 at the time. So we were at the field. I was helping out. And he had his catcher's gear on. And he said, hey, throw me your best pitch. So I was like, all right. I'll throw you a, I told him, hey, I'll throw you a slider. So I threw him a slider. And I threw from the side. I threw a sidearm. So initially out of my hand, it looked like it would be inside to a righty. So he moved his gloves inside, like an inside fastball, and the slider broke. And he never moved his glove. And he took it directly off the chest protector and fell backwards. And like, so he started crying a little bit, but then it turned to laughter because I was I was frightened that I just put a hole in this guy's chest. But that's exactly what happened. So I threw him the slider. He didn't move his gloves. He moved his glove away. He moved it inside. Slider broke away and hit a right dead square in the chest. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was, it was funny. Now yeah. it's funny, but when it first happened, I thought he was crying in pain, but he was crying and, and sort of laughing. So, yeah. I'll definitely have to, I'll definitely have to sound by that and post it online. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. That's it. Uh, Gil, do you have any questions? I randomly came up with some rapid-fire questions, but if you have any other ones, you can ask them first. Um, no, I think I'm good, man. I think we hit on a lot of them. I think I asked a lot of the random ones that I uh, that I thought of. That's fair. All right, uh, Coach, I have a, just a couple random rapid-fire questions I came up with. So just you know, quick, right, short answers. Do it. Wait, so wait. Last time I did this, I was trying to – you asked the question rapid fire, but do I have to answer rapid fire too? Not necessarily. I mean, I think some of these might be shorter answers than others, but yeah, you can you can take your time on these. All right, that sounds good. I just want to be clear. All right. Uh, so first question I got. You mentioned it that you used to you know throw live you know back in your day. Do you still ever throw live to any of the guys now or throw bullpens? 
Um, I'll throw a line from like 50 feet on a flat ground surface behind the L screen. That's fair. And uh, we'll, we'll, we usually do that so um, they can get three days of live at bats. So whenever we would go live in the cage, we would go live Saturday, Sunday. And then myself and Coach Gorman would throw live from 50 just so they can get to see it on Friday. So they can kind of get three live at bats instead of two. And um, for us to feel good about ourselves every once in a while. That's good. I like that. If you had to step out and throw an inning or two in a real game, do you think you could do it? Right now? Like tomorrow? Right now. Like, no. Uh, uh, sure. No. I'll, give you till, I'll even give you till tomorrow to stretch. No. No. Oh, I mean, come on. I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be able to throw from the side completely. I'd have to. I'd Maybe have to if you're playing those out. guys at WJ, right? You can you you could step out there and throw lefty, huh? Yeah, some extra gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tried it, guys. No, I come. appreciate it. Though. I got you. <laughs> no, I got you. No, I'll say. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't be. I wouldn't be able to throw live inning right now. There's no way. Yeah, I respect the honesty. Shout out to uh, Rick Carver striking out Kellen. Or I think our junior year in our oh, random squad. Shout out to Kellen for striking out. <laughs> he did it. He did it one senior year too. Yeah, hate to see it. All right, coach. Next question we got. Um, who's got the best walkout music it's on the team? About how you respond. Who has the best walkout this year? Yeah. Oh man, I haven't heard them all yet. But one of my, I'd have to say Ethan. Ooh. Oh, wait, I'm surprised to be honest with you. Love to hear that. Why? It's a great pick. Who do you think? Well, well, just no, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah, right. It's not so much who I thought it would be. It's that I didn't think it would be Ethan. Shout out Ethan. Not not hating at all, but did not think Friend it would have been him to, to be. Well, I haven't, I haven't. I haven't heard him all yet. I haven't heard him all yet. Okay. Well, all right. I'll so from the sample, I, was, I mean, I'm glad it's, it's not Ryan's. I know it's not Ryan's. Like I would have called you a liar. I mean. For a guy that hit six home runs last year, if I had a walkout that says "Let it fly," that's pretty. That's, that's pretty, pretty legit. That's yeah, for sure. See, that's it. I said it was a good pick. It just didn't expect it to be Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end of the season, I'm sure we'll have you on again, and we can do we can revisit this again if you hear any other yeah. better walkouts. Yeah. The revised. The other thing too is I haven't heard any of the freshman prank walkouts either. Ooh. Uh, did you guys do that? Yeah. Um, I, I think they made the playlist for for the freshmen for a few of them to get uh, to get praised in their walkouts. That's funny. So I haven't. I haven't uh, you'll you'll have to. That'll be another end of the season thing. You'll have to uh, let us know the best ones out of that list. All right, I got two more for you. Who's the funniest guy on the team? Someone that we have to have on the podcast for a bit. Oh, what what, what time are you going to have him on the podcast? You know, whenever we can make, we can be flexible. Whenever you think they'll be funniest, after hours, like eleven o'clock. Okay, we can do that. Uh, We're flexible. I think that if you had a combination of Seth Gordon and Ryan Anselmino on a podcast, it would probably be the it would probably be the most savage thing you've ever heard in life. It'd have to. I like that actually. That's like a that's like a that's like a match made in heaven. If I've ever heard one. you would have to you would have to start it at midnight, and then whenever you would send it out, I I can't be I can't be anywhere near it because I don't want to hear it. Okay, <laughs> that's right. right. We'll yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, that, we'll disconnect from Bethany. We'll, we'll we'll make it no ties back. 
There you go. Yeah. Be there you go. password protected. You got to enter a password to listen to the podcast. Yeah, sure. I think we can. I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> All right. I got a, one last question for you. Who's your favorite alumni? A guy that shows up to a random game. You're like, you know, that's my guy. I got to dab him up. Oh, man. Favorite alumni? Um, I'd have to say Noah. Because me and Noah go way back. Huge. Friend of the oh, program, yeah, too. Yeah. Shout out to Ray Hall for the show. <laughs> me and Noah go, I mean, I've known Noah for almost 10 years now. Damn. I've known him for, because we used to go to the same YMCA in uh, Swiftly. You guys, you guys hoop? Oh, yeah. We used to play basketball all the time. Basketball okay, so, all right, another yeah. rapid fire question. Who's the better basketball player, you or Noah Ray Hall? Oh, man. He's probably more athletic than I am, but I'll definitely pass the boards. Okay. Okay. So, but that well, didn't answer my know? question. Who's yeah. better at basketball? Board man gets paid. If you want, I probably, honestly, I'd say me, just because my new hoops oh. overall rating is probably like 83. Hell yeah. 83. Okay. okay I, I like that. I, I agree with you. I expected you to say that you were better than he was. Yeah. But like, maybe like eight years ago, you probably beat me up. Yeah, that's fair. All right, Coach. My think- is on you. I think that's all we got for today. Um, you know, special thanks again for coming on the show. We're wishing you and the team the best of luck moving forward. And uh, I know me personally, I'm trying to make an appearance at one of these alumni games in the future. Yeah, so we're definitely planning on having another alumni game in this fall. Yeah, that was a blast. What, what I'm going to try and do is try and put together another event um, in conjunction with that. And what we're going to try and do is, this is my brainstorm, so this is first hot off the press here. What I would oh, like breaking do, news! <laughs> what I would like to do is have, is have some type of formal formal dinner on maybe a Friday night at the Rec or okay. something like that. And then maybe have, possibly have Bubba's open as an option. For alumni, and that's and big stuff time. Like that, and then and then Saturday morning, go to the alumni game, so you can kind of make a weekend. That's huge news. I like that. That is huge hey, news. A stamp of approval so, I mean, from from me. So I think there's uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that need to be ironed out, of course, but just generally speaking, that'd be the idea to have something to get the alumni together. Maybe have a uh, a, a keynote speaker for not long, but you know something. They could speak and have, you know, current players, have alumni. You know, a lot of our alumni may have families that they want to do that. and They can bring their significant others and things of that nature and, and just reminisce and, and talk and stuff like that. And then we'll have practice the next morning. Same thing this year. We'll have practice and we'll go right into the alumni game and then um, make a little weekend out of it. Yeah, that, that sounds like a plan to me. Maybe we can throw a podcast together, you know, shortly before oh. that. Do it, do it from the from the press box. Yeah, right live. Wherever you guys want to set up that. <laughs> That'd be huge. Jeez. I think, I think we got we're cooking some up here. I'm just saying, <laughs> we got a lot of good okay. things brewing out here. We just broke news, forming ideas. I like where we're at right now. And then while one of us yeah. are hitting, the other two will like commentate it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys can you guys can get a live recording of me going yard next year. If we, I tell you what, if you guys, uh, if you guys did a play-by-play of alumni beat Pete, that might be pretty good too. Yeah, that'd be huge. We could. Oh,
We can throw that together. We'll bleep out that. I, I, I like where your head's at, man. <laughs> I think that, I think it'd be I think but not honestly I think it'd be a good time I think everybody I, mean, I think everybody had a good time this year oh yeah I think everybody, I think everybody had a good time this year so if we can add a little something to it if they keep the same thing this year in regards to the game I think it'd be a good time a few moments later now joining us on the podcast uh, first appearance first appearance on the show definitely appearance appearance on the show definitely won't be the last thanks Shub I appreciate that man um, Bethany Baseball's number one fan um, between us I know just um, me and Ben as uh, co-hosts and then Shub is the guest we probably owe you you know about five hundred dollars for all the pretzels that we've bummed off you after baseball games, and that's just after like a year, I think. So uh, we'll get you that soon. Um, but honored to have you on the show. Um, a true legend, Dennis Campus. How's it going, man? Good guys, good. It's nice to hear from you guys in person. Instead of hearing you on, on the on the podcast, I actually get to speak to you. Even you, should Christian, yeah. to say hi. That's you. Oh, tell us how You've been uh, keeping up with the show. I figured you. I figured you'd be busy trying to get on the XFL with all that skills he has, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Every day. I'm, I'm talking about rushing, rushing 150 yards on an NFL defense. My next, Instead of the XFL, my next goal is celebrity uh, all-star basketball game. So that's what I'm it's, working on right now. It's probably more realistic. There you go. You got hops, <laughs> I'm sure. You'll be all right. <laughs> all right. Paper. Paper right. thin. A uh, quick note before we start this draft. Uh, when, when is this thing in the summer where you guys get all together at uh, Mr. Campus's place? You said when or what? what? I'm sorry, right, Yeah, I said when. When is this thing? Probably, ha- probably looking middle of June. Okay. Probably a little later this year because uh, my, my young son turns 21 at the beginning of June. So oh, wow. We want to get him wrapped up and ready to go up there. So. <laughs> That's huge. Yes. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good weekend to do it up there. So. All right. That's right. So we'll probably push it back a week or so. So, uh, And then uh, we'll be ready to go. I'll see if I can make a trip up there. It's hard being down here, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah Ben's like a country well, just, away. Just, just put it in the Ben, just put, tell him you're going to go visit your grandfather because he's only like five miles from camp, so you'll be fine. That's true. I can do that. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we're ready for Fancy yeah, BS. Yeah. So um, today's Fancy BS is brought to you by Captain Morgan. Please drink responsibly. Uh, just kidding. Well, drink responsibly, but we're not sponsored by Captain Morgan, unfortunately. But we do need some ads, so please, somebody help us out. The podcast is currently at 9,420 listens overall. Um, it's crazy to think, you know, a couple episodes from now we'll be at 10,000 overall. So that's pretty absurd. Um, Yo, that's <laughs> six, pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And with 61 episodes in the books, we're currently averaging around 154 listeners per show. If you want to get your product out there or any special message for all the listeners, hit us up on our Twitter at d 3 Pod or text Jacob Schubert directly. His phone number is... 740-584-9056. So text him at any hour of the day, and we'll get an advertisement right. going for you guys. Um, all right, today's fancy BS topic is meats. So uh, we were between meats and beers, but we went with meats per uh, Mr. Campus's request. Um, as the guest, he'll go first. I got second. Shub's going third, and Gil's got back-to-back snake draft. So, um, Dennis, whenever you're ready, can the floor's yours. Can yours. I just say real quick how I cannot wait to get all those texts regarding ads? I'm just super excited. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get zero text, dude. Relax. Both of them. Yes, prove him wrong. Text him. Fine. Well, I, I, 
I think I won the prerequisite that with the uh, we had to go with meats because I'd only have three choices for beers, and it would all three would be Dosakis. So <laughs> uh, there's not much for to do. Yeah, that's fair. So maybe awesome. maybe a red maybe a red stripe in there, but that's about it. <laughs> all right, you got so, the first pick and, here. And in context of the meat, in context of the meats, guys, what are we talking about? Like like a particular like beef, chicken, or like a cut of beef, or you know, give me something. Oh. Let's let's. Uh, Let's not, uh, I mean, I personally don't want to get too specific. I'll get uh, beat up on. That's fair. Uh, (laughs) Maybe just, you know, favorite meats. uh, It's a good question. It's a pretty general category. Yeah, I don't think we should do different cuts. Like, if you're picking steak, like, no filet mignon, New York strip. Chicken, steak, if you want to get into the detail about the steak. You know, maybe some bacon, you know, whatever, whatever you're feeling, man. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Sounds, that sounds like a plan. So, Let's get it. So you let me know when we're ready, and I'll throw one out, out at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so, Ben, did you do the order? Already? Yeah, so, uh, Dennis, you got the first pick. I got second. Um, Sheep's got the third pick, and then Gil, you got back-to-back. So, and then we'll do a snake draft, so fancy style. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right, so whenever you're ready, the floor is yours. You got the well, first I'm, pick I'm here. I'm going to hit you with one of the, my new favorites for, for camp. Uh, for, for the bison bash might be introduced to him this year. I'm going to go with the flank steak. Oh, oh okay. It's an awesome, awesome cut of meat to do. Sort of, sort of a Caribbean vibe sometimes, you know. We could do it on the wood fire up there, and I think uh, anywhere you do it is awesome, but I think it'll work out perfect. That's one of my favorites. Okay, that's fair. I like that. So does that, does that take away all steaks now, or how are we doing this? No, I think because he went flanks, oh, he, 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 he went specific. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. I'll go filet mignon. You can go like ribeye, T-bone. You oh, Ben, you're taking my pick. I'll go filet mignon. I'll keep it basic. <laughs> okay, okay. That, that's uh, fair. I kind of I, that was on mine I as well. I figured that. that one wasn't gonna. Yeah, I figured that one wasn't gonna make it all the way to me. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna go bacon. I'm just gonna. Yeah, go that's kind of. Yeah, that's kind of. Hopefully that happens. All right, Gil, you got back-to-back picks here. <laughs> um, Shub, I figured you for a tube steak, Shub. I wasn't sure. No tube steak for Shub. All right, um, I got to go with the classic uh, versatility more than anything. Uh, so first pick, I'm going to go chicken. Um, I mean, I think it speaks for itself. Very, very versatile. Yeah. Chill. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then second pick, honestly, and this is just, I've only had it a few times, but it's just more of an access to it thing. Like, I just, I wish I had easier access to it. Venison. If that's you fair. have, like, some good venison, that. that's fine. Well, it's deer meat, Shu. What do you mean? Oh, then say deer meat. <laughs> Okay. In, in Guernsey County, Ohio, we don't use fancy terms for deer meat. We just say deer meat because we're country people. I got you. Oh, is it my, it's my it's turn. Bacon. It is your turn, but yeah, you've I also a, made the podcast quiet. I wasn't ready yeah. for that, honestly. Yeah, so Gil took venison, so that's definitely off my board. Um, huge blow to me. Yeah, of course it's um, off your board. It got <laughs> picked. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, that's a huge blow to me because I, you know, I was that was my next. It was a joke because he didn't know what medicine yeah. was. Yeah, so okay, that's fair. It out we'll bleep that out. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with beef. Okay. Just beef. <laughs> Where's yeah, the beef? Beef. <laughs> all of <laughs> speaking, all of the dude. Oh, okay. I'm just speaking beef, bro. 
Beef I'm stew. Sounds like a sponsor. <laughs> just beef. Give me the ground beef. Ground oh, beef. All of the beef. Zillion beef. Bro, what? How are you gonna make fun of me for Where's bringing venison, beef? and then you just say beef, bro? All right, whatever. Ben, go ahead, man. All right, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go with the beef theme, but I'm gonna get more specific. I'm going no, Kobe beef. All the beef. I'm going Kobe beef. I've only had once in my life, but it was spectacular. So that's my second picker. What did you say? Is that tofu? That is not tofu. I hate you, bro. Shoot, how many beers have you had? Uh, Not that we drank uh, on the podcast. But. A zillion. A zillion. So. A zillion. All right. Uh, hey, Danny, you see what we deal with? You see what we deal with every week? I know. To be honest, I didn't uh, hear a bad set, so I just it sounds like tofu. I, I, I'm surprised that hasn't I've pushed you this podcast way over with all the with all the, the, the intelligent things that come out of his mouth. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's sickening. It's sickening. Well, ESPN's been knocking on my door recently, so I'm sh- I'm in a tough contract dispute right now between Ben and ESPN, so... Oh, sorry. You just need to shut the f*** up. Hang dude. in there. You'll get it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Right. Are you... Uh, Danny, are you an active listener over there? I see... Are do you, you, you a listener I, of the show? I, I listen quite often, let's put it that way. Uh, I like Appreciate that. that. You're the Not man. All the time. No, it's okay. Hey, time, even one, even one is enough for us. Oh, I listen to, I listen to a few of them, uh, especially when Lanero's on there. You know. Oh yeah! Shout out. See, to say, so. the, the ones right, with Lanero. Laugh at him. The ones with Lanero is the ones where I don't listen, so I, it hurts our views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, Shub listens uh, ten times to the same episode. <laughs> Yeah, that's completely true. Yeah. He's still watching Friends reruns. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Dennis, you got back-to-back right, picks right, here. Got? You are. You got You got two picks in a row now because so, we're at the top. You are. You got You got two picks. All right. I'm, I'm going to change speeds a little bit. I'm, I'm going to throw some, some, some stuff at you. Hot, oh. hot sausage. Loose okay. though, it's got to be loose. Not, not, not the, not the not I like the loose hot Passive. sausage. Yeah, got to be loose. That's huge. And then pastrami. Oh, mm. gotta have pastrami. You want a good Talk sandwich? Nice pastrami. Oh, that's fire. See you later. All right. Um, <laughs> I got I'm looking, looking for all the boats. <laughs> I got the next oh. pick here. I'm going to go with uh, brisket. Oh, great nice. pick. Cool. Great that's pick. a sleeper. That's a sleeper. Right. I'm going to give you credit. Uh, thank you. Right. I, I thought it was a little that's better than beef. That's 100% not tofu, so congrats. <laughs> thank you. Great right. pick. And, and it, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's beef either, is it, Chub? So he's probably... No, I don't, I don't think so because he can't take yeah, it. Yeah, because you, yeah, you got that f***ing covered out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, I guess it's my turn now with my third, my famous third pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with an Italian favorite. It's a prosciutto or prosciutto, however you want to call it. That's what I'm going prosciutto. with. Yeah. Very okay. nice. Okay. It's a great meat. Good if you've never had it, I can never, I can't even explain it how good it is. You can tell. You can tell he put some effort into that third pick. He's tired of getting ripped on. He, he definitely sick. wanted. Same he definitely wanted to come out and stun him. Nice thin cuts. It's perfect. Yes. Roll up. With like a little hot pepper or something or some oh, olives. Yes. It's, it's incredible. <sighs> All right, so 
I'm a, a little conflicted. Like, beef either, so you're okay. It's not beef, so I'm good. This doesn't doesn't hypocrite or <laughs> conflict my pick, so I'm good. Yeah, it's crazy you picked beef, dude. Honestly, uh, can't even take meat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's because that's what. So I'm conflicted between going. You know, I want to go maybe a little seafood route, or I could stay. You know, on the on the land meat. Um, right, I'm just gonna go like like breakfast sausage, like sausage links. Okay. But I think breakfast sausage in general is the way to go. Little sage, little sage sausage, that's little sage, sage breakfast sausage. Are we talking right. about that's right. Bethany College that's sausages? Like Bethany College no, breakfast sausages? No, I, that's not what I said, is it? Okay, well, no, I'm just making sure, because that's rubber, basically, if you wanted to right. clarify. Right, I, I, yeah, I understand you were trying to make it. Not beef either. Not beef. Not beef. Not any type of plastic. Yeah, no one knows what it is. Shoot, I'm glad this is the this is the episode that the most Bethany people are gonna listen to. I'm I'm glad you ripped on Bethany's cafeteria on this particular episode. I'm very happy I mean, about that. <laughs> the lucky Sorry. is I just picked out the sausage to rip on. I could go on, but I won't. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I appreciate your uh, looking out. All right, all right. Yeah, shut up, shoot. You want to do honorable mentions? Yeah, let's do it. I, I have a lot too. I'm surprised a lot of these didn't get picked. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, well, we that's only had it, we only had twelve. Right, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's quite a few other beefs out there. I'm sorry, other than oh, beef, no beefs. Beef has been covered in every shape or form. Dude, honest to God, I think you should be disqualified. Because here's the thing: is I couldn't like I could have said seafood, oh. and like oh. that have been the same. <laughs> Oh, really? that is it? That's, that's a like, that's a category. Like, like um, what is that? What do you think beef is, so my guy? Beef is not a category. It's a meat. <laughs> Seafood is shrimp. It's you know. What fish. is beef? All right, shrimp, shrimp. Uh, when you what? say when you when you go to the when you go to the store and you it's not say, a category. You say meat. No, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You go to the store. You say I want beef. What does that look like to you? <laughs> They probably give me ground beef, which is which okay, is okay. There's like a hundred other forms of beef you can get. But like, yeah, yeah, you have to worry. Listen, whole, listen. Whole, there's a better chance. Polar's beef. Yeah, beef. Everything is beef. All beef. There's a good chance if I go to the store and I say, "Hey, can I get beef?" I'm gonna get what I want. There's a good chance if you no, go, "No, there hey, isn't. No, there's not." Let me finish. We just there's said a, there was there's a, a good, cooler. There's a good beef. chance. There's a good Don't chance if I go to the store. And I say, hey, can I get some seafood? They're gonna look at me like, what do you want? Like, what what kind of seafood? You're nuts. Cause beef, you can just get ground beef, and you can literally turn it to anything. Let's be, let's okay, be so honest. Is your, so it's your pig ground beef. Is your no? Pig it's, beef? it's it's just beef. It's just beef. I'm telling you, and the graphic is gonna be beef with three question marks. <laughs> if there's this collusion, cause now I'm gonna lose. Yeah, cause of that. Are you? Just like when Ben spelled barbecue wrong. Dude, that's, oh my god. That's Bethany Education's just. Yeah. It's the Bethany College Education. All right. Honorable mentions. We haven't given one yet. So I just think we, we, let him off, we let him off way too easy during the pick. So that's I needed fair. to address that. Um, some of my honorable mentions. Well, I got you now. So honorable mentions for me lobster and crab, both uh, can't really separate the two. Nice. Um, I don't want to take them all. Uh, big fan of scallops, personally. Huge scallops, uh, guy. Danny, honestly, 
Kilbasa Kilbasa was on here for me. Uh, it, it it was a debate on whether I was going to take that. So it's a shout out to you. I'm going to say that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was going to specifically. I'm glad it's honorable mention, so I can give it its due due diligence. That is my pick for that. Is specifically the ones that you made. It's that kind. So I'll let you guys go. I can probably just read off of. Just rip a meats here, so I'll, I'll let you guys go through yours. All right. Uh, as long as it's meat, not beef. So, okay. Right. It can't be beef. can't be beef. <laughs> right. Um, I'll go. I have a couple. I, so I, I said what? I steak. Um, I'd say there's two other cuts, like like a hanger steak. It's excellent. You don't find them. If you find a hanger steak on a menu somewhere, order it because you don't see it. It's very, okay. very good. Right. Not saying I'm writing that down. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I've never done that actually. Well, Photographic that. So if it's there, they know what they're talking about. It's good to so, know. That's, that's pretty good. And I, a, I, you, if you see a hanger, you see a flat iron too. Had hangers and flat irons, two awesome cuts. You don't see them that often, so. All right. I sure might just start asking, like, hey, do you have a hanger or flat iron steak? If, well, they, say no, on, if they say no, I'm just going to leave. I'm not even going to look at them. You wouldn't have to ask. Hey, hey, Gil, if they don't have it, just ask them if they have any beef. <laughs> yeah. They'll probably have some. No, just order the beef, and then, you know, they'll bring you, they'll just know what to give you. <laughs> That's it. Hey, I'll oh, just take my. one heaping order of your beef. I want your finest beef. <laughs> exactly. Watch so like, where you at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, pork, uh, pork's out there, obviously. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Ben, did you have any? Yeah, pulled pork That's specifically for me. Uh, ribs, yeah. big fan of ribs. It um, yeah. was one of my Super Bowl party things yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that busted, but I do like ribs. <laughs> um, hot right. wings, big fan of hot wings, and then uh, just burgers, yeah, too. Nice. The burgers are fire. Didn't you take chicken and we're going to bash me for saying beef? Okay, but chicken is like one animal. <laughs> So is beef. It's but there's so many different forms, bro. Like there's there's like limits. There's a limit to what you can do with the chicken. So is there with chicken. You can it's do like almost you can unlimited. Yeah. You can do tenders. You can do fingers. It's like five parts of a chicken. That's yeah. Your argument is invalid. No, it's not, bro. He's he's agreeing with me. You're trying to act he, like there's not one animal for beef. And it's okay, all right, all right. That that argument was bad. I'll give you that. But for you to take beef is way more crazy than me to take chicken. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You get a you get a four pound chicken and, and a thousand pound piece of beef. There's a lot of different cuts you can make with it. Did Denny's just name? He just named what three different cuts of beef just right there? And that's just three. There's way more than that. You're already almost to the amount well, of chicken. Agree to disagree. How about that? So. I guess, man. I guess we all agree. Us three collectively agreed to disagree with you by yourself. <laughs> Uh, we could do some chicken, like a, like a boneless chicken thighs are right up there too. A little marinated boneless chicken that's, thighs. Hey, I'm, that sounds good. I'm Excellent. there. I did I did just pull up a list. I'll give some that I think might have been mentioned. Um, duck is number one on this list. I personally have never had duck, uh, so I can't say. Um, I didn't duck know if this good. was blasphemous, but I've had a bison burger before. Mm. Uh, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty f- good. That's not beef. Bleep that out. That's not beef. Usually pretty lean. It's pretty lean. 
Yeah, I've had one. It was good. Shrimp, um, maybe more of a personal favorite. You know, not much to it, but pretty good shrimp. Shrimp's campy, you know, throwing in some pasta, you know. And, you know, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I feel like one that's left on the salmon. Yeah, of course. Salmon. Salmon's on this one, too. That one, salmon's pretty good. You ever had gator? Excellent. Anybody ever gator? I have not, personally. I have had gator bites, little pieces of them. They bread them and fry them. They're not bad. I think I think that's what I've had. Like to chicken. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I hear you there. Not beef. Not beef though. <laughs> not beef though. Absolutely not. <laughs> Gators not beef. No, definitely not beef. That's closer to chicken. Not beef. No. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, that's all I have. I mean, we can well, it's almost like a like a seafood chicken. Yes. Danny, any last words for us? For the, any last words for us? For the people? For the Bethany fans that will be listening? Anything you want to add? No, uh, just uh, just like like the meet. You know, I hope to see you guys at some point. I know Ben, it's a big trip for you to come back. Sure. Right. I know you're busy coaching. You know, getting water yes, for your eyes and stuff. So yeah, yeah, coffee, coffee. I got coffee. a shot at seeing you. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, coffee. You're right. Yes, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's all right. Gil, I'll see you either at the field or at, up up in the mountains. Um, sir, I think it's your turn too, because Kellen had Kellen was. No, oh, you were the first year. Kellen and Sage did it last year. So I think it comes back yes, around to you this year. So, yeah. Um, having fun. Let's put it that way. Oh, I got you. All right. All right. Yep. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah. What? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I got you now. No, it won't be me. No, that will not be me. I refuse. <laughs> I, pay, I, did, I paid my time. So, what What? what was you. that pretzel place that you got us those pretzels from? It's the It's the Pittsburgh pretzels on the south side. It's, These are uh, sponsored the show. Right up near the water. They, they they have your picture on their website from when I did the last year. They made the bison baseball for the picnic. They made out of pretzel letters. Wow, so that's it's, huge. It's a pretzel shop. It's on set. It's on uh, um, I don't know whatever it is. Southside. It's right 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 near the Birmingham Bridge. Been around for a hundred years, I think. So excellent pretzels. Like now, the more you buy, the cheaper they get. But they're like fifty cents or something for a big pretzel. They make sandwiches, hot dogs, sausage. They wrap it all in the pretzels. You can have them. They're excellent. So hey, that's basically an ad. Shout out to our friends. Shout out to that's a place. As soon as I walk in, they say, "Oh, it's baseball season." So they know. They know you guys. That's huge. They know. They know us. They know. Have to reach out. Let them know. Hell yeah. That's it. It's sponsorship. Right. Yeah. Next time I'm there, I'll ask them. Dennis, if you get a. If you get a random check for me for like a hundred dollars, you know that's that's what it's for. It's for the pretzels. I'm paying you back for all those all those years. The one year. Well, that's my goal in life is to live off live off my sponsorship someday. That's all I wanted. There you go. Us too. We, maybe goal. we can work together there. I like that. <laughs> all right, man. Just make well, sure you guys cheer on the boys here. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we already had. Had JT, we'll be we'll be keeping an eye out. Uh, like uh, like you said, I'm definitely gonna try and make it to uh, one of these games. So hopefully I catch you up there. So and you know, shout out to you for making you know your your first of many podcast appearances. For sure. Um, you know we know you're pretty busy being an adult and whatnot. 
We appreciate you. We appreciate the pretzels. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we'll see you soon, my guy. I appreciate you guys. Stay close to each other, brother. Believe me. So, Hell yeah. So we'll you'll, 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 later on, you'll see. So appreciate you, man. Luck, guys. Thank you. It. Yeah, it's K Weezy, and we back. The rise to the throne. And the. Yeah. Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people phonies just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for for me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's. No need for hatin', I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience. All I got is papers and a lot of haters. Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers.